Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning into the IME Podcast. My name is Dominic Kilworth, athlete, personal trainer, business owner, and personal development enthusiast. I'm joined alongside with Jackson Tippett, who is also a personal trainer, influencer, and fitness model. Together, we are your host of this podcast, where with each episode, we'll bring you an inspiring message or person to help you live your best life. Thank you for spending some time with us today. Now, let's get into it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the I Am Me podcast. This is episode 32, and I'm here with a very special guest today who's going to be covering through his st- story um, through business development and health and fitness as well. So really special, special guest, and that is Stefan Romeo. Hey. <laughs> Sorry, we take that to do that a few times. We had to do that a few times. Good work, brother. How are you, mate? I'm doing well, man. More importantly, though, you know, with everything going on, and, and I know we already chatted earlier that you are also in in one of these postcodes that are in lockdown. How are you how are you coping right now? No, mate. Look, um, yeah, it's tough for a lot of people. I speak to speak to a few people, you know, mates, and who who could be struggling. And uh, but uh, I am in a lockdown suburb. I'll let you guys guess which one. <laughs> nah, it's uh, it is tough. Uh, my missus is a um, is a school teacher, so she finally gets the school holidays, and now she's sort of in lockdown again. So it can be really tough for a lot of people. But uh, as cliche as it is, um, you, you got to make it with what you got. You know, you got to try and make it the best you can. So uh, that's what we've been doing. Well, I've been doing. What about you, brother? Yeah. And- for the guys, if you haven't listened to my uh, episode that I released yesterday, episode 31, which was um, staying motivated through crisis, is very much where I'm at right now personally. Just, you know, a lot of stuff going on, a lot of things that are out of our control, but, you know, you really got to make sure that you can control what you can control and focusing on those things that you have direct impact with because, you know, there's no point dwelling on the things that are outside of that. So, you know, really spending time and keeping motivated, keeping that energy levels high by not wasting that energy on things outside of that area. So, um, yeah, man, the reason why I wanted to get you on today and, you know, it's been a, been a couple of weeks, been trying to get you on for a while, but I think you're a prime example and I feel like especially through the you know the world crisis that we've been going on over the last few months you know a lot of people are out of work a lot of people are losing work a lot of people incomes have been um you know definitely destroyed and just life in general we're probably feeling i mentioned it yesterday very heavy people feel very heavy life's very heavy right yeah. now so i think um with yourself i know you know you've gone through stages of your life where you felt that similar heaviness and how you've pushed through it come out on the other side yes there's going to be other blocks that come through but do you want to i guess share with us a little bit about um what it is you do now you know how you sort of made that transition out of that heavy lifestyle um into something that's you know yes there has the challenges but you're, you're making your way through and something like the crisis hasn't really greatly affected what you do right now yeah yeah um yeah, so at the moment, currently we're running a, um, I run my own online health and fitness program and mindset program, uh, mainly for women. Take on men too, Dom. If you uh, if you need if you need any help or anything, nah, nah. you're quite well yourself, brother. But um, no, that's what I do, and I do that full time now. A little bit of PT on the side, and um, I guess um, I, I've been transitioning out of personal training for probably the last two years. Um, I've been obviously working on myself. Um, having a little bit more, getting out of the sort of health and fitness 
um, dogmatic mindset where I just studied really hard for six and a half years. Um, where you know, I got to work in some great places, got to run my own business as a, as a personal trainer as well. But uh, where I wanted a bit more freedom and time freedom, and I knew where this, I guess, the industry was moving towards, and I wanted to be in front of that instead of behind that. And that's why I sort of transitioned online probably about over two years ago, uh, but more recently, probably in the last year, I've been been as my main sole focus, and it sort of come at a really good time because of everything with COVID nineteen. Um, you know, gyms closed down, you can't see your personal training clients, but people at some level still want to be healthy and fit. And so I think it's been, we've been a great option. I've been able to actually pick up more clients from that because people are still so conscious even of their health, their immunity. And um, it's been, it's actually been pretty good. I've been probably busier than I, um, you know, have been previously to Corona, but I think that's also a combination of, of that, but also, um, the consistent content and action I've been putting out there to have a really good year for 2020. Because 2020 is, uh, as we all say, meant to be my year. I've been trying to work towards that anyway, regardless. So I think it's just been a slow transition towards it. Yeah, and I guess sort of just take it back as well for the audience so people people know. So when you were that quote-unquote um, personal trainer, because I know we've got a, list, a lot of listeners that work in the health and fitness industry or and are you know, starting to get in, involved in that, um, what made you want to sort of get out of that sort of lifestyle what was the triggering factors to that yeah so i probably like to take it back even even uh, even before that i never wanted to be tied down to anything you know i was uh, a dreamer always have been and um you know i wanted to play professional tennis as a as a kid and uh went on when i was 19 i was lucky enough to get go to um college tennis in, in usa in johnson county community college I uh, didn't stay there long, mate. I'm a, a typical Italian boy. Had a girlfriend back home at the time. Uh, missed mum. I came home. But it was, for me, that was not for, say, university or anything, but more for the opportunity to train full-time, be almost like a semi-professional athlete. And I tried to play here for a while and I sort of figured out being five foot eight, not having a, a big serve and, and having mama, you know, tell you I need to start getting an education and moving on with your life instead of playing with uh, tennis balls and rackets. And I sort of transitioned out of that. But I, for me... I just I just couldn't ever see myself just doing the regular the regular grind and I I got into tennis coaching loved that I worked from 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. What I realised is that I never wanted to work at those hours because everyone else is going out going out for dinners doing social things I was working um, you know so I ended up becoming a personal trainer and I wanted to work with elite athletes because I knew that was a passion of mine sort of coming from a semi professional tennis background. I always loved health and fitness. I was a, I was a little little uh, fat Italian boy growing up in high school. So I lost a lot of weight. So, you know, maybe a typical cliche story, but I lost weight and I found my confidence and I found my passion for health and fitness. I found my passion for sports. And so I just sort of, you know, transitioned out of sort of playing that semi-professional tennis into the the health and fitness industry when we work with athletes. And you now was it the, was it the uh, sharpest tool in the shed, like in terms of academics? So I had to go through the long way. I did my diploma of fitness. It was a year and a half. Diploma. As soon as I could, I started work as a PT because I didn't want to be a I didn't want to be a tennis coach earning twenty five bucks an hour when I could charge thirty dollars for a half an hour at those times back then. Today we all charge a bit more now with inflation. But um, so you know I did that because I wanted to just have more. I wanted to be all more entrepreneurial. And then I actually started working. I did six and a half years in uni. 
couldn't wait till I was done because I wasn't a I wasn't the academic type. I was more hands on, and I got really really lucky to be able to work with Coburg and the VFLs, my sort of first elite sort of semi elite sporting uh, organisation. A little bit of work with Richmond, and then from there expanded I did a little bit of work with Melbourne Hearts, National Swimming Academy, uh, the National Tennis Academy. When I went off and did my masters, and um, you know, and that that real point in my life actually was I was actually going to pick two ways. It was going to follow my entrepreneurial dreams, do my masters, and, and look to a elite athlete and run my own business, or actually become a, a do a diploma of fitness, a, a diploma of education, become a school teacher. And I was 25 at the time, and lucky I went one way to the other way because at that point that was a really dark part for me because I hadn't found as much success in doing what I was doing for about two or three years. I, I was really working hard, but you know I'd failed at tennis. I had, I had a short stint in powerlifting. Um, that was no was okay um pretty funny another story for another podcast i reckon for some powerlifters out there and so i really had to decide which way i wanted to go and i wanted i, I just wanted to follow my dream so I, I did that lucky enough i did because i actually really really enjoyed my studies for the first time in my life but um so yeah so lucky i got to work with elite athletes got to work with you know uh, sam groff and late hewitt um in his last australian open and Look, I wasn't doing anything spectacular. You wouldn't see me, it wouldn't be recognized, but I got to be able to be around those sort of people. And uh, I just, uh, I loved it, but uh, it got to a point where six and a half years of uni, $40,000 hex bill. And um, in the industry that I was in elite sport, we're always, you know, you know, it's done the last to get thanked and first to get blamed. So if we lose a football game at that, at that high elite level, uh, we're not fit enough. And if we do, win uh it wasn't due to fitness that's for sure it was due to great great coaching or something like that and um i just got disenchanted with the uh with that and i started to start focus more on me so i went back to personal training even though i didn't want to be a personal trainer long term i went back to get my cash flow i was about 27 and i i'd studied for six and a half years and i'd done a little bit of travel i never had a real uh, I had never had a real income, Dom. I really never really had a real income, even though I thought I was an entrepreneur. And um, so I went back to PT just so I could maybe get that thousand dollars a week, and then decide what I'd do from there. And that's when August 2017, a friend of mine hit me up and says, "You should have a look at this online program to learn how to grow your business online." And at that time, I was going to sort of networking events and learning, and uh, still struggling. You know, uh, I thought maybe it had something you know to do with me or who I was, but uh, you know, I, I look. I just asked the universe. I don't know what you guys believe in, but I just sort of said, you know, what is my path? What do I actually want to do? Because that was probably the second darkest part that I felt like I was going to quit. I felt like I was probably should have been a not nothing against teachers. Maybe pick that nine to five area that I wanted to go. That I thought I should go down. And uh, I found this program. It cost twenty thousand dollars. Our $2,000 deposit, Dom. It was become an online health and fitness coach. I never, owned, I didn't own a laptop. My, a laptop I owned was like $200 and it broke. It got me through my masters. It was done. And um, I said, I said, oh, can we swear on this, bud? Is that okay? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I said, fuck it. The F word. I said, stuff it. Um, it's other than my feet. And then, um, yeah. So essentially, you know, it took me three months to pay $2,000 deposit. Uh, some people pay that off the day. It took me three months. I paid. Well, I was famous for their course. So I paid one dollar deposit on day one, and uh, essentially I got knocked back for twenty thousand dollars finance. 
And then, uh, so they said to me, you gotta pay 385 bucks a week, 52 weeks. I wasn't even making 385 bucks a week. One of my best mates was a financial advisor said to me, mate, let's have a look at getting a flexible credit card just so you can pay for your ads. Got knocked back for a 3000 flexible credit card um, off, off my own bank. And so he took me down JB Hi-Fi at, um, at High Point it was, West Side Boys out there in Melbourne. And um, he bought me my first laptop. And uh, $500 laptop, still got it. Just about done now, but yeah, $500 laptop. He bought me the WordPress, got everything. Started my course and um, 10 days later, made my first $2,000. And I, I can just tell you that when I made that and I saw that money in my account, I felt like the richest man in the world. I felt like the richest man in the world. And then that's where it all changed for me. I just learned so much through that course. The investment was of course huge, but it was so worth it. Um, went on eight months, made $100,000 growth, and then all online. And then in 14 months, had made uh, $100,000 in profit. And I actually bought my first home and I bought my dream car. And, you know, 12, 14 months beforehand, they knocked me back for a $3,000 flexible credit card. And so, um, and I got to be able to have a loan and a house and car and all that and travel and we did all the great things. And I felt, it just felt good, not about the money, but just about the freedom to be able to do with the money. It wasn't that I was super rich. It was just that for the first time in my life, I had freedom and I had an ability to do something with some sort of money in that freedom and time. And it's been ups and downs since then, but you know, those are sort of the real turning points that then moved me online. And then um, uh, it's been ups and downs. It's felt like a lifetime within the short two and a half years with the ups and downs. Uh, and I'll, I'll pull no punches, I'll tell you how it is. And if you want me to share more about it, but essentially uh, we've got to a point now where we're really stable and COVID-19 is just, Again, another hiccup along the road, but still giving us an opportunity to impact more people. And and by that, impact can make my life a bit better. Yeah, wow. Like, shit, you just covered so much there in a short Sorry, mate. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm a bit of a waffler. Ah, no, but it was all good stuff. And I know people listening now would be able to take so much out of that, but it would be a bit of a case of like, okay, wow, you've just gone from here to here. How how does that process, I know it's, you know, it was a two, three year process and I've known you throughout that whole time and I've seen the ups and downs and known the ups and downs that whole time. But for someone else, I guess, firstly, the first point of call is that drive that you had. So you hear so many people out there that, want to do something but money's an issue time's an issue and you had all those issues but you kept wanting to push through and you did whatever the hell you needed to do to get that money if someone you know even if they asked someone to buy you something or someone went out and bought something for you the computer as you said where where did that come from because i find a lot of people don't have that drive that willing to want to change where did that yeah obviously stem from a childhood as well you said you wanted that change but do you want to just mm. dissect that a little bit more for our, for our listeners I think I don't, know, I don't I don't know sometimes where it comes from because I've always been a dreamer. I've just never wanted I never wanted this just the normal stuff as much as you know what you're fifteen hundred dollars a week. You think it's secure, it's not. But you know, just say that, and then to go out on the weekend to get pissed, meet a girl you like, do a couple of travels a couple of times a year, and have kids. It just wasn't. There was just something about it that just didn't sit right with me. I felt like I just was worth more, and I think. Sometimes people get lost in that because Australia is the greatest country in the world. And I'm, I'm super, you know, I'm, um, I'm all about freedom of speech. I'm all about you know, the little guys. But sometimes you can be unemployed and um, you can be earning more money than someone working part-time. 
And, uh, you know, they, they, we've got such amazing, and not that there's anything wrong, we've got such amazing benefits, but I believe in them all. But sometimes all these amazing benefits takes away from that entrepreneurial or that motivational drive from someone because they can just say, look, I'll sit on the couch. Oh, you know, I won't, I won't do much. I'll apply for some jobs. And when it comes up, it comes. Instead of, you know, somewhere like in Indonesia or somewhere like a third world country, or even like America where welfare isn't as widespread and as easily accessible like we have here. We're so lucky that people are like, well, shit, I've got to eat tonight. I've got to, I don't want to just be living the way that they live or how crap it is. And, you know, at this time that I was going through this, I still lived at home. So I still got fed every day. So I'm not going to say I lived out of a cardboard box. I lived out of my car and I still got fed every day, but I just didn't want that. And I actually saw those impacts in my parents. My parents have always wanted to have a good life as well. But, you know, due to a lot of, I guess, bad decisions, bad people, uh, misjudgment, all that, they, they lost a lot of money as well. And so now they're working in their 50s at that nine to five, but it's a bit more than that for the old man. My old man's a truck driver now, but he used to have his own business and he used to, was successful, or, or, you know, whatever success is to you, but he was successful for us for a long time. And then he lost all that. And so for me, I just knew there wasn't any security unless you took care of it yourself. Mm-hmm. And I guess just lessons, those lessons, um, just personal development, you know, not just, you know, you know, Rocky was my first, <laughs> Rocky, Balboa was my first ever motivational movie I ever remembered or watched. And I thought, if he can do it, I even thought it was a true story at once. If he can do it, I can do it too. And I think it just stemmed and grew, and grew, grew from there. I lost weight, I changed. I just started exposing to personal development, to mindset, to, to people. And yeah, I just was just never content with just, just doing it. Yeah, it felt a bit empty shell. Yeah. And I think that's a, a massive thing we go through is one of the most unspoken um, problems we have is that loneliness. Even though we have amazing people around us and we can chat for this for hours on another day, but there's a, you know, people go through a lot of loneliness and it's a loneliness that they have a, a lost identity. They don't know what identity they want to create for themselves. So they go to work, they come home and they have a wife, they might have kids, but they're lonely. And I know a lot of people feel like that. It's because they just don't know what they want to actually do. They don't have any purpose behind what they actually want to do. So yeah, again, another long-winded answer, bud. No, we're going to have time for three three questions. We're not going to get through many, man. Oh, I'm sorry, mate. I'll shorten them up. I'll stop waffling. <laughs> uh, it's all right. Look, I know you're passionate and a lot of listeners will be able to get out of that is you're so passionate about what you do. And that's why we've connected for such a long time as well. And just because we, you know, we may be doing different things now in life, but our purpose and our, our mission and what we want to achieve in life as well is, is so similar. And um, I do you know, commend you immensely for that, mate. And I, I thank you again for your time. But I guess uh, you did mention personal development and that ability of people you know not you didn't feel content with anything and you just didn't want to settle and you're so passionate i guess do you want to just share in the best you can in a summary because i know you can go into so much detail with this myself included is just the effect and the importance of how personal development whatever form that is for you because there's so many out there has just impacted and just been a constant in your whole life yeah, so I've probably become an entrepreneur, was exposed to personal development and, and personal mindset growth. And I've been through a lot of them. I've invested in courses, I've, you know, books there just behind 
behind me. Uh, this is also going to be audio, so you can't see viewers, but there is some books there behind me. Um, but uh, I guess the probably the biggest philosophy I believe in now, because I'm a bit of a spiritual being too, but the biggest philosophy I believe in now is that you don't need to be fixed. Um, I think sometimes personal development keeps telling you, oh, you need to work on this to get this result. You need to get, um, you need to be this sort of person to attract this lover. And I believe in that. And, and as, I guess at some level they are correct, but my real philosophy right now about personal development is that you're already perfect. You're already absolutely everything you need to be. You should do personal development or reading or mindset stuff to just grow and learn more, but you already possess everything you need to. And all you need to be inputted into is a good system. And that's a big thing for me because I just want to throw this one out to you. Donald Trump, now I'm not, not going to put down any Donald Trump supporters out there, Don, but Donald Trump is uh, an egotistical, crazy maniac, but he runs the, the world's largest country at the moment. And, you know, people look at him and say he's got a lot of insecurity problems. I mean, he fights on Twitter with people like it's nuts. And in the, in the personal development world, we would say that he could never be successful because he's got so many insecurities that we keep pitching people. And I say pitching, not preaching, pitching people that they need to be perfect to achieve love in their life. They need to be perfect to achieve success. He's attracted the, the, the top job in the world. He's attracted absolutely amazing businesses that's made him profitable, lost money and profitable many times over. And he's attracted absolute superstar model wife that he always wanted. And I tell you what, it's not because he reads personal development books, it's because he already thinks he's perfect. And I, I so that's probably the big thing for me, personal development. If you're struggling to even get started, just start fucking loving yourself. Just start being perfect, because you already are. And then all the other shit about mindset, perception, and all that will come as you just keep learning. Wow. I like that. I tell you that, you know, we've had a discussion about this before and, and um, I really like the Donald Trump, though, extra analogy put into it. And when you use that, I tell you, it's pretty hard to, to uh, counter back with any of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> on the point. There's a lot of fuckwits out there who are completely successful. A lot of fuckwits out there. So uh, you don't need to be perfect. Just got to be you. Just do you. So yeah, I guess with someone right now, if you if you were talking to someone down the street, we can't really do that right now anyway. But if you if you met up with someone, um, and you just they, they wanted to come to you to help, and, and they just want to change their life, they've been not feeling fulfilled. It's something that they, they know they want to do something, as you said, but they're not really sure. What was something you reckon you, that you could do, or you'd suggest to them to make that next step? Uh, in like anything, mindset, exercise. Yeah, anything. anything. Just making that change, you know. You just yeah. anything in life. Um, the biggest thing is people don't have much support system around them. They're, having, they're not around positive, like-minded people and they, they allow the external influences um, control them. That's cool, no stress. But it's just about, at the end of the day, you're just gonna ask yourself what you actually want. So just, just create the goal. Just create the goal. Whatever it is, you know, I wanna lose 10 kilos in six months. Sweet, that's the goal. Just create that goal and, and all you need to do is create energies, spaces, visualization, an action plan for you to just to continue to create small steps all the time. The only time someone quits smoking, Dom, is when they're on their deathbed because they've got no other option to do it or else they're gonna die sooner than later and leave their family. And so if you're not in a do or die situation, then it's probably gonna take you a little bit longer to create the changes and movements. And I say might because some people are just, absolute freaks but I'm not one of them 
you know. Um, so if you just need to start to get moving towards any sort of goal or whatever you want, just just stick the goal, you know, create the date for it, and then just just create positive energy around it through visualization, through vision board, through you know like-minded people, and just start to take a small step. And don't have to be perfect every day. Just just fucking do as good as you can, and that's it. And then eventually, you do more good than bad. Six months down track, you're a lot closer to your goals than you ever were previously. Mm, there's some good points. Like people also understand when it, you know making any kind of life change. It's very similar to if you're wanting you know just to lose weight. You you, you decide to lose weight and you go on a diet. You're not going to lose 20 kilos the next day. It's people like people think they I'll go buy a book. It's going to give me all the answers. I'm going to read a chapter or finish the book in a, in a week. And that's why has my life changed? But it's just those little daily increments change that you've made just little shifts little shifts little shifts and all of a sudden you're on a different path it's like the analogy of you know when you're steering a boat you only just gently steer it and your boat just gently just off track next minute you're facing a completely different direction so it's just little daily increments and plant those seeds and start making those changes um and as you mentioned there like people will only create any kind of change through inspiration or desperation it's one or the other it's never usually in the middle so let's like be on the forefront right now you've got two choices do you wait to your 100 kilos and then you decide you know 100 kilos overweight and then that's when i'm going to lose weight or do you start you know you notice you put on a few kilos here and there let's just tidy it back up mm-hmm. it's a lot easier to lose two or three than it is to lose to 100 and that's the same in a financial situation yeah. you've got two choices you know do you change your career right now because you're not happy or you look for a career that you think would be more suitable for you or what a lot of people do unfortunately they just get stuck and they settle for what they've already got yeah. and then 20 years down the track and they're hating what they're doing and they can't change because they've got no time to upskill and they're too old and other the industries don't want to bring them in yeah it's one or the yeah. other so you just got to make those changes now mate just shifting it as well like when it comes to business you made it sort of mentioned a little bit there on, on health and stuff but if you were someone that was and like you did yourself but you've got someone out there they're living they are working that quote-unquote nine to five they're not really enjoying what they're doing um and they're looking at transferring online because they know that stuff's happening like you have you've made a transfer online yeah now what would be some advice you could give to them and things to look for i know you said get some support systems you did some programs yourself you know what are some ideas you reckon you could give um well just get sort of clear on why you want to go online because online it isn't it isn't it isn't like what it's advertised to be, this beautiful, shiny, amazing world where you get to take your laptop to, to cafes and you work there. It's, 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 it's sort of, it's a different nine to five. It does create some sort of freedom and flexibility, but it is a different job. And so you just gotta make sure that's in line with you. You know, sometimes it can be lonely. I don't wanna talk about the negatives, but it can be lonely. You know, at the moment, no one's home, buddy. <laughs> this is the office. So, uh, and you might feel similar as well. So it's just about understanding exactly what you want to do and why you want to go on and do it. And I'll just recommend finding your passion and can you turn that passion into income? So mate, if you love knitting, you know, I don't know who's, who's out there, one of your viewers who might love knitting, um, how can you turn that passion into 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 an income um, online? Because that's obviously what we're, what we're speaking about. So you guys just got to make sure, can that happen? And generally most of them can. And, if you're gonna do it by yourself, you're just gonna get the same results that you've always got. You've gotta go off and do something differently that you've never done before. And I would recommend investing into someone. Because when you put a financial investment down on the, t- the table, whether it's $1, 2000 or $20,000, it doesn't matter. You, most of the time, you'll act in accordance to what you've put down. And if it's, you know, a mentor told me something lightly given is lightly taken. 
and we've all this we've all done this we've given something for free to someone and they haven't respected it and so if you get something for free you're less likely to take action on that so my tip for a brand new person is get the passion find out what it is can you turn that into money are other people turning that into money and then find someone or something that's going to educate you on doing that make an investment into it small large or big start slow move up and uh, just go from there you just got to stick at it for most businesses fail within the first year Dom and the thing about online is most people quit before the first year is even finished so stick it out for a while after the first year and then you'll never know because for me I made a lot of money in my first year, uh, first 14 months of business, but no one actually, everyone goes, oh wow, you're overnight success, but no one sees the other four years beforehand that I was only putting in $20 a week in my car for petrol because I was battling. Mm. So um, yeah, that's my recommend recommendations for the uh, for newbies. Mate, that's good, that's really good. Some great points there, as you said, so what? find out first what it is you actually want um and why why do you want to do that because i think it's important because a lot of people want things but why do you actually want it what's the reason behind it so those two are really good that you mentioned there um, and then can you turn that passion into an income can you turn what it is that you want and what you like into an income which is really good and and as you said seek a mentor so once you found out what you want and can you turn it into an income find someone who is doing what you want to do better than you big thing yeah. i always learned i learned that in, in my network marketing job a long time ago and yeah. i'm grateful for that because it's so true and i've been doing this and sometimes guys what you initially think is what you want and you start to go into that path look unfortunately it may not be it you may have a few stumbling blocks i've tried yeah. so many <laughs> different things over the yeah. you know six <laughs> seven different things and i just yeah. haven't been what i've what i've wanted and but the thing is what i have done is it's done two things one it showed me that no that's not what i want anymore and two i've taken out lessons and i've learned things that i've then applied into my other industries moving forward which have all greatly helped me grow and grow and grow and grow so i've only just started some brand new thing online as well guys to let you know and i've gone out i've seek a mentor and i've made a deposit as well like you said i've invested my money so therefore it means more to me and i'll put more time into it and now i'm starting to see some things turning do i know if that's going to be the thing no it doesn't matter though because i'm trying and i'm not just sitting down on my ass on the dole just letting life go by like a lot of us like to do yeah okay? so look mate any closing words mate like you've been amazing so far i'm conscious of your time we've already sort of gone uh, over it, i might just block out the rest of the day we can speak forever we could, it was, mate. It was, it was bloody good. i'm starting to, i'm starting to enjoy this tom it's getting Loud, um, isn't it? But yeah, last yeah, thing you want to say, mate. Oh, look, success is success isn't a straight line. It's, it's ups and downs. Um, you know, even within the two two and a half years I've been online, there's been massive ups and downs within that. And so it just takes time. And I learned a really good. Um, <laughs> I was working at a gym. And I met a guy who actually created. Um, he was one of the founders of Ladbrokes, the, the when it was the Australian version before they were bought out by the UK. And um, we're just talking about business. He's a West Sider like us, naturally. And um, his first ever business, he, he was trying really hard in his 20s to create a business. And um, his first ever business was actually uh, sort of the first person to bring out the e-cigarette out to Australia. And him and his mate had made like a million dollars in cash. Anyway, all legal stuff, of course. But then that changed. So he was working years and years and years, found something that went in about four months and made him a million dollars um, and that was shut down straight away because of the, the, the government regulations because it went all over the world, this, this stuff. Um, and then it took him about three, four years, he invested some t-shirt labeling, all that sort of stuff, a lot of hustling, a lot of work over in China. 
and then you know made a few wins here and there, but he's actually probably losing more than he was winning. And then him and his mates created sort of whatever the Australian lad ropes was beforehand. They made a bit of money and then they got bought out by the UK. And then he now become a director of that. And now he's got the freedom to do whatever he wants with Ladbrokes as a director, as one of the main eight directors of the first founders they were, it was eight of them. And then he has all the other stuff as well. And he just says to me, when, we, when he said to me over you know, times that we saw each other through the gym was that you'll get more losses than you do wins. You just gotta keep sticking and celebrating those wins. And because they just start to pile on, pile on, pile on, and you start climbing to and it, said it took him about eight years before he properly actually cracked it. What he, what he thinks maybe cracked it. And I think he's cracked it because he drives a Bentley and a Maserati. So it's not bad too. But anyway. No, nah, that's a really good yeah. story, man. Yeah, really, really good story. Um, and, and that's it's so true, guys. It's, it's so bloody true. I just think that... But... And you just... You need to make that... that step you need to take the courage take that step you know step off step off the ledge and, and if you i just hate you know people say les brown talks about it all the time you know some of the most best ideas i didn't say that very well but the best ideas are the ones that have never been created they've got people that have left them into the grave you know so um you've got two choices right now especially during these times you can sit down and just take the back seat or you can actually just push through and if there's something you've ever had an inkling to want to do just go out there and try to do it because you're gonna know then and you won't i just i never want to live life with any regrets guys and for yeah. everyone out there listening now just don't life's so goddamn short which passes mm. so quickly just no regrets and you know even if you get all the way to the end of your life and you've you still might not be a multi-millionaire but you've just tried all these different things what does it matter what the fuck does it it's, matter it's actually it's actually the, <laughs> i know we say some cliche uh, some cliche things here brother but it really is just the journey like i'm probably enjoying more now um, just having fun with friends and actually trying to hustle and having the wins and losses than actually if I was already a bazillionaire, you know, living the dream on my yacht, like, you know, so the journey is, is the funnest part because as, as crazy it is, you're going to look back on two years time and just laugh. Like some of the stuff we probably used to do two years, two, three years ago, we look back and just absolutely, you know, cackle ourselves, mate, because it was an absolute laugh. I can't believe we got away with that or we can't believe we did this. Like how good was that at the time? So. Um, but yeah, live life to the fullest, man. Like, you just got to go out there. Like, talk to that girl you like. Like, if you're fucking nervous, just go talk to her. Try and go get back your ex if you love her. Like, I don't know, man. Just don't live with any regrets. Just, that's my biggest thing. Just chase, man. Just chase it. 100%. 100%. Look, mate, if people want to find out a little bit more um, about you, from you, you, you know, you mentioned your, your, your program you got going. You know, do you want to give that again another bit of a plug? Where to find yes. Thanks, bro. Well, we're just launching a brand new Transform in 21. So we've been doing some amazing um, low tickets, so low cost for people. Um, yeah, weight loss transformation stories, you know, one-on-one coaching, meal plans, workouts, supplements included, Facebook support network. And we've been doing that really organically for a long time as something I'll probably feel more congruent to within my health and fitness journey, um, in business journey, but we're, we're launching it uh, as of the next couple of weeks online and um, through advertisements. So hopefully you'll see You'll see it out there very soon. But that's what we're doing. We're launching one in August, Transforming 21, $3,000 cash prize um, for people as well. And we just want to, during isolation, not a lockdown, in lockdown, doesn't matter. You can start to transform, become the best version of yourself in 21 days and uh, make things a consistent pattern and go on from there. So that's probably the main thing. 
thing we're doing at the moment, brother. Yeah, awesome. And, and you know, I've seen you've done challenges like this previously and they get some amazing results. So definitely guys, if you're interested in that, um, please hit him up. I'll obviously tag Steph in the Instagram stories and on the Facebook, etc. So you can reach out to him personally there and give him a follow, etc. So anyway, thank you again for your time, mate. I really do appreciate it. Um, but we will be speaking to each and every one of you again soon on the next episode of the IME Podcast. See you, See mate. You team.